Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR. This is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. This is CITR. And today we will play lots of songs from a magnificent album called Deserve to Die from a, re- a legendary local band called Woolworm. This is the opening track called Unvice. You're listening to Rocket from Russia. Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Great program, by the way. You should listen to it, especially if you listen right now. This is going to be great. I love uh, it. See? See, we have fans in the studio of the program. <laughs> I can't get enough of this stuff. Um, so what we, um, the, you know, this year, in my opinion, just to share a couple of opinions, is that uh, we, um, this year in Vancouver, we have so many great local releases in the scene. Uh, it's probably the best year since I moved in, in the town because there are albums by Needles and Pins, Isotopes, Japan Droids, Thrill Mechanics, Jesse Laborde, Weed, The Courtney's, so many great new releases. And there are the releases by UB Gideon, The Core Anthems and Dreadnoughts just coming up very, very soon. And uh, I started a um, show with another release, which we 
will be a great um, addition to this group of great fantastic releases. It's uh, a song from a release called Deserve to Die by a legendary, amazing, very, very great honey-like uh, sound in terms of like when you pour the honey, it's very cold, it goes like very, very slowly. <laughs> this band is called Woolworm. <laughs> and uh, guys, welcome to the show. Introduce yourself, tell uh, for the listeners your name, your, uh, your position in the yeah, band, yeah. CEO, or maybe, you know, yeah, just a clerk. And then um, uh, your names. Uh, my name is Giles. I, I write lots of songs and I play guitar and I sing. Uh, my name is Alex. I play guitar and uh, let, let, let it feedback quite frequently. And I live in a home in which we jam. And uh, standing outside the studio doors right now is Nicholas, our Don't drummer, let him in. <laughs> who will not be allowed in because he was late. <laughs> also, Heather, uh, Heather's at work right now at her job at the bowling alley. Uh, she couldn't get away from it, but, you know, if you guys like bowling, go visit Heather at work. So don't listen to the show. Go play bowling and uh, uh, talk to, uh, to yeah. Heather. Yeah. Um, this is great. Uh, the reason I invited you, not only because you released the great album, which comes out actually tomorrow, Deserve to Die, but also because tonight at the Biltmore Cabaret, you're playing a release show. Yeah. Uh, you're playing with Dead Soft. Yeah. You're playing the Summit Pakrolos, that's their debut show, and Feral Positions. Yeah, it's going to be a heater. Yeah, we're pretty excited about this. That's, Event. Uh, tonight, yeah, at 10 o'clock at the Biltmore. No, wait, I think it's actually, I think it starts before 10 o'clock. It's yeah. $5 if you come before 10 o'clock. Everybody's broke, right? So come before 10 o'clock. Watch Summit Park Crawlers. I'll stop asking for guest lists. Yeah. Summit Park (laughs) Crawlers uh, jams at the same place as us, which is to say one of the members lives with Alex, and they are good. Heard them for the first time earlier this week, and it rocked ass. See? So the good financial decision to come before 10 o'clock, pay less money, and see uh, what's a great band. It would be very wise. (laughs) (laughs) just a bit of a woolworm humor for you thank you so much (laughs) Uh, so uh, today on the show we'll obviously play lots of songs from deserve to die uh but uh also we will do uh, later in the show a ticket giveaway to the um to that show um also obviously like i said we'll play lots of songs and how about we'll start with two super hits which were released slightly prior to the album to the official album released the songs called seer and cutbird Catbird, yeah. Okay, we'll start to see. This is track number two. It continues this wonderful honey flow of the song called Unvice, which is an opening track. And this is we're transitioning to the track number two, Seer. You listen to Rocket from Russia, Woolworm, Iron Studio, and they released their brand new album tonight.
Hello, 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 you're listening to the radio station CITR, and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. And today in the studio I have a magnificent band called Woolworm. They are great, they released a brand new fantastic album called Deserve to Die. And today at the Beltmore Carbara they are presenting their brand new songs, all the hits, just the hits, only the hits. Only the hits. Only the hits. This is how the band exists, and this is how they write their songs. They write only the hits. Only hits. And this is what we heard. We heard two hits from their <laughs> new album, Deserve to Die. Uh, Seer, what that was track number two, and the final track, well, no, final, not final, final track of this block, let's say. This is second final track on the album called yeah. Cut Bird. Pen Ultimate. Exactly. Let's start talking a little bit about the album. Uh, you know, like, I, before I... I was getting ready yesterday for interview for for this interview. I read a couple of other interviews, and people have been asking you about the sound, about all that stuff. But yeah. to me, what you guys doing completely makes sense from the previous releases. This release is a, just yeah. a normal transition because I saw you live. Yeah. How do you think? Do, do, do does your challenge does does Bullworm change over the years? Like since the first uh, EP came out, uh, I would say we've had uh, we've always had. I don't. This maybe sounds pretentious or something, but we've always had like a bit of a vision. And it's definitely, the new record is definitely a culmination of all the different ideas we've had, things we've been aiming towards in the past, but maybe haven't been quite able to achieve, I guess. So it definitely, like, this is the culmination of five years of songwriting and, and hard work on all of our parts. And it definitely, yeah, like you said, it just like sort of, to me, it makes sense at least after the, the stuff that we've released over the last five years. Yeah, and like seeing you live, that like this is this is how you sound live right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that it's a really good transition. So the band, as the band sounds live, it's exactly how it sounds on the record. Yeah. And uh, it makes complete sense. Give with the mind that your previous releases, seven inches splits, and then the four super songs of the useless. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, thanks, bud. And um, uh, so I'm glad that you mentioned the word hardworking because you said the interview that people have been calling you lazy. I heard that as well, but yeah. I, I don't think you are. You've been releasing. I checked, fact checked. Every year there's a release. Yeah. And then you've been playing shows constantly. Yeah. I don't know where's it coming from. You... I guess it's, uh, we don't tour very often. Still... We have toured, but yeah. in between That's that, a... there's still a lot of time to be lazy. So yeah, <laughs> we're not like abandoning where we came from or anything. Yeah, we're still being lazy. Yeah, and that that that's always been a self descriptor. I think yeah. that's been us calling ourselves lazy, not so <laughs> much like, other we're people. We're like we're like the least lazy we've ever been right now, but mm-hmm. still lazy. Yeah, like five years ago, I never would have come on the radio at 10 a.m. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I got stuff to do. He's but, got a dog to walk. So yeah, who's, who's walking your dog right now, Josh? I walked my dog before I came here. That's how hardworking I am. We appreciate this. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and I'm looking right now at the list of tour dates. Starts in September, finishes in September as well, but the whole month of September. Yeah, pretty much. Three weeks at least. <laughs> yeah, you ever try to tour Canada? September. Anyone that calls us lazy has never tried to tour Canada because it's not recommended. No offense to anybody that's listening from Nova Scotia right now, but you're really hard to get to. Pretty big country it's out like, there. By the time we get back, it's like 20 thousand kilometers or something like that it's it's a long drive it's a long drive and also speaking of hard work and you know like this transition that you you know like to the to the album working with mint was it yeah. like was it something like you know you really you worked with a little bit more diy labels in the past was it something that you had in mind when you recorded the songs and you just had no. the songs uh, no we i mean we're being used to we have had obviously some label help over the years but it's always been you know the songs come first we'll write them and then see if anybody maybe wants to put them out. So we recorded this last year, and we had no idea that anybody would put it out. We hoped, right? But like you always hope that your music will reach an audience, but obviously that wasn't the point. It was just, you know, this is like the newest Woolworm album, and it, it's been the one that I've been looking forward to releasing for the last over five years at least. But it's, you know, finally here, and the fact that Mint did want to put it out was just like... Ah, you know, rays of light shining down on my face right now. You can't see them because it's on the radio, but yeah, I feel uh, very actually, blessed yeah. right now to be on It's a very bright studio. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really start uh, talks with them until, yeah. what, like five I would say ago, very yeah. beginning of this year. And it was sort of just like, well, maybe Mint wants to put it out. And, you know, they did, so I'm so thankful. But, you know, it would have come out no matter what. Maybe nobody, maybe fewer people would have heard it, 
but the fact that people are hearing it really it means a lot. So people hearing and liking it. I'm speaking from experience. It, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, you recorded the album with Jesse Gander. Yeah. I spoke to him yesterday, and he said that it was a, such an easy album yeah. to record. So there was nothing like, I, "Can you tell me some dirt on this on those guys?" He's like, "No, it was very easy record." <laughs> record no dirt. Yeah, he's insanely easy to work with. He's he's like a perfectionist, I think, but he's also obviously very good at what he does. So he's just twiddling knobs all day, and we're letting him do his thing. And he he totally understood what we were going for with the sort of like the heavier vibe mixed with the. Uh, less heavy vibe and he just nailed it in my opinion and it was really fun just yeah. I loved being in that giant studio with him uh, yeah that's Nick the same Nickelback studio had recorded in that room yeah Nickelback it's recorded their first two albums there I believe Matt Good recorded there Sarah McLaughlin you know it's all hits like we said <laughs> only hits there was a magic in the room. There was an energy. We call that mojo. Yeah. So his his role, like you guys, because you know what you're doing. Like you've been doing it for long enough. You had the songs. You had the, the idea. He just yeah. wanted. He just his job was to turn to record this. Yeah. We had uh, we had demoed the entire album like on cassette, like yeah. a couple of months beforehand in a bedroom. Yeah. So like like <laughs> this like tiny house that I was living at. We Giles and I did the drums in one night, and then for, like, yeah, I did a lot of drums. Yeah, Giles did most of the drums, mm -hmm. and I just stood there. And then for like a week after, they would come over to the bedroom in this house I was living at, yeah. which was like maybe about a third the size of this room. Yeah. And so we would stand there. Yeah, it was a little closet, basically. But when of... we were demoing it, that was when we were like, oh, well, we actually kind of got a record here. We got an album. Yeah. This all fits together pretty good. And so Jesse, I think, saw that too. Yeah, so when we, and so when we hit the studio, it was just kind of like... Oh, here we go again. Yeah, it was like we already sort of knew what to do. You yeah. Know what I mean? Cool, cool, very cool. Um, now, I know that before recording the process, you ordered, uh, before the order, uh, sorry, before the recording split with yeah. the grown ups, it was three pizzas you ordered. How many pizzas you ordered before the album? Before the album? You you have that written down that we ordered three pizzas? Before you recorded the split with the grown ups, those Whoa. two songs? When you recorded with Steve. I would I say we probably ate about 10 pizzas 10 total pizzas. over the course of a week, which is not bad. I would say we also drank about mm, 200 beers you between us. Well, your birthday was that week, so I remember I got you that one Canucks themed Budweiser pack. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> and, you know. We ate a lot of sushi, actually. Like, yeah. we, we would get sushi from uh, Volcano Sushi. And yeah. I remember one day we ordered far too much. I would say it's a very food-oriented album. Food like, there's yeah. a lot of uh, food references on the album. I talk about pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about pizza and sushi a lot. It's sort of uh, obfuscated by some of the more grim themes, but they're definitely there. You know, if you're a big fan of pizza, check out Woolworm. <laughs> uh. There, there was a beatrice that released an article where they uh, they're pretty much legends from the city from the music scene took a song from one of your um, from the from the album and they uh, reviewed it yeah and I would like to play the title track uh, deserve to die and that was reviewed by my friend Evan October from the band called isotopes right. can they read his review yeah please so Evan said it's dark and personal and what you might have called emo 15 years ago eh. I, I, he and he says in brackets, I had to compare it to something else, which I don't, by the way. I say whole meets jawbreaker. But it's got uh, but it's got this particularly interesting part in the hook that sort of makes you want to smile. It goes, and I deserve to die. Happy chord change. And I've earned it. Believe me, it's nice little moment. Thank you, Evan. Thank Evan, you, Evan, how about we listen to the song, if you, if you of course, with that. Uh, and this is the title track called Deserve to Die, uh, with the review by Evan October from the band called Isotopes. They're not playing your release party, but they're still great. Yeah, they're great.
Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to the radio station CITR, and this is a punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, which has heard two great songs from Woolworth's brand new studio album, which comes out tomorrow on Meat Records and will be uh, presented to the public officially in terms of played live at the Biltmore tonight. And we heard the title track called Deserve to Die, and the second super song was called Buddy. Buddy. Thank you. Not like a friend, buddy, like a, a, a corpse. A body, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of discussion over what to name that one. <laughs> And you ended up with buddy. Body, also. yeah. We were like looking at a thesaurus, like corpse, cadaver. <laughs> we went with body. Like, body is just like, yeah. <laughs> Great track. Thank Great you. Track. Thank you. Um, no- Like you said, like I read again, like quite a bit of your interviews, and there's quite a few for the, for the release. Yeah. Uh, and so you said that um, the songs are about loss, regret, alienation, and acceptance, and death. Yeah. Death is the only constant theme for of the album. I'm a very happy person. Yeah. I, I don't know how to how you do that. How do you actually like? It's just I I know what you mean, and I think uh, it's just a matter of not really viewing death as a negative thing. Obviously, this has been dealt with so many other ways in art, but uh, I personally just don't see death as anything but a change that uh, eventually happens to all of us. So in some ways, it's something that unifies everyone. And in the same way, it's a theme on the record. It's unifying all the songs at that sort of theme. And it kind of puts the rest of your life in context. Or at least that's sort of a thing that the album is getting at. It's obviously, it's like a very, it seems very negative, but I think if you listen to the album, you know, it, I don't think you would actually get too depressed listening to it. Just by the end of the album, I think like the sort of lyrics are more cathartic and uplifting. Hopefully it comes off that way. There's hope in there. There's definitely a bunch of hope in there. I mean, the album is called Deserve to Die. Um, I mean, that has always been the title, the working title for it. As of, throughout the whole writing process uh, and that's I mean if anything that's sort of uh, maybe like an antithesis to the last LP which was called Believe in Ourselves I just wanted another you know sentence Woolworm believe in ourselves well now Woolworm deserves to die <laughs> and another thing I was thinking you know we didn't know if it was going to come out on a label the whole writing process throughout the whole time I think I might not have been the only one that was like eh, I probably won't do this for much longer like maybe this will be it this will be the last Woolworm album who knows I don't know but it didn't turn out that way I mean the way things are going like definitely gonna do it. yeah <laughs> Tim is making hand motions at horrified <laughs> hand motions at me right that's really flattering and I definitely we've got new stuff already it's we're keep going we're gonna keep going we're not dying anytime soon maybe we deserve to pack it up sometime soon we've been going for a pretty long time but you know we're not Warm sh- continues. You shouldn't, because when lo- local legends like Adam from Needles and Pins <laughs> or Vanessa from Ballantines call you the best band in town, you do not deserve to die. <laughs> That's really flattering. Everyone's too nice. See, this is this is how music scene is. Yeah, we're all super nice people. It is a nice family here. <laughs> Can we do something dumb like uh, like to a live album or like a greatest mm-hmm. hits or mm-hmm. something like something that? Yeah, we're gonna do all the classic rock traditions: live album, <laughs> covers album. <laughs> All that stuff. Live at Gross Mountain. Tour with a rapper. Yeah. You have live at Gross Mountain for free on Canada Day. All that stuff. Big plans. Yeah, big plans now. Now that this whole mint thing has happened, we're going to take it as far as we can up Gross Mountain. <laughs> um... Also, one thing which I really, really like, one quote, you don't even have to answer it. I just read it because I really, really liked it. When somebody asked you about describe your sound and like it was some kind of a very complicated way, way of asking the question, you said, don't worry, it's just regular old rock mixed with regular old pop and mixed with regular old black metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, black metal is, you know, I, I guess at the time I said that black metal was my favorite subgenre of metal, but you know, obviously, like all sorts of metal kind of creep their way into the sound. Just mostly the guitars, right? And sometimes maybe I'll maybe I'll growl like this so people know that I'm not screwing around. <laughs> but uh, I would say our favorite genre collectively of metal right now is butt metal, <laughs> like just really stupid metal. Which I mean, yeah, but also pop rock. It's all. You know, it's all under the umbrella. It's all under the blanket. We'll we'll just steal from anywhere. It doesn't matter. Good bands, bad bands, throw it at us. No mercy. We'll rip it off. No mercy. 
So far, it's working very great. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, could you please talk a little bit about the the album cover of, of the album? It's a very interesting picture. I'm curious what it is. Well, um, when I was in high school many years ago, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, th- I'm 31 to put it in perspective. <laughs> Um, I went on a trip to Italy, so those photos are from that trip. Um, I, I, I've always liked the photos, and I've always kind of hoped that they would t- tie into some sort of um, musical or art piece. So the photos are, uh, are of an uh, architectural feature in Venice called the Bridge of Size, which was a, um, a, a covered bridge that connected interrogation rooms to the prison cells. So it was, in effect, the last view uh, that that convicts would see before they would walk through and serve their sentence in jail. Um, so the front cover uh, of the record is looking out, and then the, re- the photo on the, on the flip cover on the back is, uh, is the view of the bridge itself. Wow, that's very cool. Very conceptual. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it ended up tying in really nicely. With the yeah. title. I was, I was to, stoned to in Alex's room like mid-week when we were recording the album, and he just brought out those photos, and I was looking at it, and I was like, Alex, this is the one. And he's like, I know, man. <laughs> and like uh, color-wise, there's just a lot of like interesting things kind of tying in um, visually with the whole package. Yeah, everybody right. will see the record in physical form tonight. Yeah, really when, nice when they buy it. Sleeve. <laughs> there's and, also uh, um, I'd just like to point out if you want to know what Alex looked like when he was taking those photos, <laughs> there's also yeah. <laughs> a, a very an ultra limited cassette that we still have um, of two of the songs from the record. I don't know why we still have that, but because um, we made too many. Because we made too many. But, then, really but good it has photo. a photo from the, probably the same roll of film of uh, what Alex looked like on his uh, grade 12 field trip. looks pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Like, really cool. Actually, yeah. another photo from that set. I wish I wish we were on TV right now so I could show the audience the photo. Oh, the dinner photo? Yeah, it's just Alex out to dinner, and he's it's a school trip, right? It's a school-sponsored trip, and he's just out at a table sipping on fancy red Italian wine. With like four of the most brutal nerds from our graduating <laughs> class, and they all look just like so funny. Oh, I, mean, I was so also good. a nerd. We'll like, use it. Oh yeah, for sure. Obviously, we were all yeah, nerds. Yeah, but you were but like a nerd in a Green Day shirt. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, they like they're like wearing like polos and stuff, like parted uh, parted down the middle hair. Oh, I won't ruin it. We'll we'll put it on a different release for sure. So if you if you release the demos for Deserve to Die, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, good idea, Tim. Amazing Perfect. idea. The world has to see this photo. And then we have to go get permission from Chris Emsley and Richard Arianzali. <laughs> who are Bobby, obviously listening to this right now from their <laughs> high-paying jobs downtown. Yeah, they're definitely accountants and lawyers and shit. Yeah. Maybe Richard's a race car driver. Yeah. He's no question more successful than us. But, you know, they were bro- brutal nerds at the time, so... <laughs> Uh, so if you want to see those pictures on the album covers and the cassette, you can uh, come tonight to the Biltmore Cabaret to see Volworm play uh, their release show. Uh, they are playing the That Soft, Feral Positions, and Summit Park Crawlers debut show in brackets. Yeah. And um, um, and Feral Positions, by the way, have not played very often. They've only played like three or four shows. This is a very mysterious band that we've tapped. They played last night. They played last night, but I missed it because I had to go to practice with this band. There you go. They played last night? Oh, did they, they play last night? They did. We should play some Dead Soft, though, if you have any. Let's do that. And this this was actually my tie-in to the next step of the show where we do a ticket giveaway to the show. So oh. if you show up before 10, you st- you only pay 5 bucks. If you show after 10 p.m., you pay $10. But if yeah. you listen to this radio show and call 604-822-2487, you show up for free at any time you want. Also, if you show up at like 6 p.m., people will probably think you're there to play, so you could just hang out for four hours, the show will start, nobody will notice. <laughs> so 604-822-2487 to win a pair of tickets to see Woolworm tonight perform their best songs. We'll listen, we'd like this, we'll listen to the legendary super hit called Sunrock. Okay. And then we'll listen to the song by that, that soft. How about oh, okay, that? sure, yeah. Beautiful. And I wanted to play other others bands as well, but I wasn't able to locate them. Yeah, they songs. don't have recordings. That's how rare these performances will be. <laughs> right, let's do it. This is the Sun Rock, and if you'd like to win a t- tickets to go see a Woolworm, 604-822-2487.
Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR, and that was weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Thank you so much for such a great uh, uh, ticket, uh, Colin, participation. It was great. Thank you so much. That was fantastic. Thank you. Thank I think you. I think Ryan will have a hard time with us, uh, you know, asking <laughs> for so like for for all those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we heard uh, the track, another track from uh, the Woolworms album called, uh, the album is called Deserve to Die. We heard a super song called Sun Rock, and then we heard Dead Soft, who are playing the show as well. That was a super track called Tell Me Why. Yeah, Dead Soft. Woo! We love you. We love you. Before before we wrap it up, quick, could you please quickly tell me uh, he, the story of the home called The Very Hard Maze? Because apparently some of the members of the band live there. Yeah, well, we used to, three of us used to live there, actually. Now it's just Alex. But he, he gets lost. It's a big old house all by myself. Yeah, it's such a huge house. It's just a very hard house to navigate and very hard maze, you know. So, like, the maze is actual because it's hard to get Yeah, to. you get lost. People don't realize that there's a fourth floor where Alex lives up there. And it's like people try to go to the bathroom and they wind up in the attic all the time. It's very hard. The bathroom, the toilet is in a separate room from the bathtub. So there's, like, two bathrooms. Yeah, people pee in the sink all the time. When we first moved in, I used to walk into walls a lot because uh, I would just walk out of a room and turn right when I was supposed to be turning left and yeah. just walk straight into the wall. Yeah. Nick almost died. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've also uh, fallen down the stairs before because the stairs are very steep and if you're wearing sock feet, very dangerous. Very yeah, hard maze, yeah. Very, yeah. Very so hard that was maze. just a, a fun little name that Giles came up with. Yeah, it was, sorry, it was a reference ago. to Pan's Labyrinth. It was about a, a, <laughs> a, a fictional uh, sequel to Pan's Labyrinth called Pan's Very Hard Maze. And also, you know, it just stuck. If you're downstairs, if you're in the basement and you want to go to Alex's room, you have to like make sure you've got everything with you yeah. that you're going to need. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need take, some supplies. It takes like a long time to Compass. get up there. And if you go all the way, it's like four floors up. So you you got to make sure your phone up. is charged. Yeah. <laughs> got to have some snacks. For the yeah. <laughs> well, enough water to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is great. That was great, guys. First of all, thank you so much for coming and congratulations on the release of an amazing record. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you for having us again. Uh, Heather, I wish Heather was here. She uh, sends her regards. Big fan of the show, obviously. Big fan of you, Tim. So she says hi. And she actually uh, told us to tell you that you smell great. Thank I already did, so much. without even her telling <laughs> yeah. me to tell him. Well, you do smell great, Tim. Thank you. It was all for Heather. The whole thing is just Yeah, for this Heather. was all for you, Heather. I hope you're happy <laughs> at the bowling alley right now. I hope you're blasting this, this stuff over the speakers at the bowling alley where you work. <laughs> Can we... Would it be okay if the last song I play will be useless? That'd be great, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. It's my favorite song by the band. Wow, thank you. It's not from the album, but it's still great. Yeah, it's a little older, but it's still us, you know? It's it's still uh, the band called still Woolworm. Yeah, still Woolworm. Still You're still listening to Woolworm. You're still listening to CITR. <laughs> You're still listening to Rocket from Russia with Tim. Very good. Thank you so much, my friends. Tonight at the Biltmore Cabaret, that soft, uh, feral positions, Summit Park Crawlers, and of course the legendary performance by Woolworm. Tonight at the Biltmore Cabaret album release show. Thank you so much for coming, guys. Congratulations on the album again. Thank, thank you. Thank you. This is Useless by Woolworm. Thank you so much for listening. That was Rocket from Russia. Bye bye.
CITR member.